Welcome to the Next Step Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Fred Babu. And I'm your co-host, Gabriel the Ghost King. Welcome to episode six, everyone. Uh, yeah, we finally made it to episode six. I want to thank you guys for following us on this journey. And I hope you've been enjoying all the previous episodes. Today, we will be speaking about how to maintain your drive. Um, and basically, also diving into... What are the different healthy coping mechanisms and unhealthy coping mechanisms that really influence, you know, how you maintain your drive? Um, it's an exciting topic. I've been looking forward to this for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but before we start, Gabriel, how have you been doing? I've been doing good, man. I know we've been uh, quiet for 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 some weeks, but we're back. You know, still work, still working in the background, trying to get the best episode out for you, trying to get the best guests. Got some exciting things coming up, coming up like for our next few episodes. So just stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. I want to apologize to you guys. Um, this episode has been long overdue. Um, you know, I, I've been busy with work. Um, you know, family, family, and just life in general. But we will definitely try and be more consistent. Um, but yeah. So just to get us started, I think the first question I want to ask you is. What drives you every day? Like, what is your what is your motivation factor? Well, except for my my and my will to just survive and live out and live the world and experience new things, which are just like oh, my Adonis uh, personality, we just enjoys pleasure. Except for all that, uh, what drives me is the goals I set myself. You know, I've I've always tried to set myself some goals, long term, short term, and like trying to wake up to trying to achieve them, like definitely gets me out of bed. Like I, I, I wake up and lay in bed, but then what gets me out of them, out of uh, out of it is that, you know, um, trying to always up, like upskill myself, try to always like try something new, but like keeping like just being focused on on things, you know, and that I think that drives me. What about you, man? What drives you? Yeah, I think personally, uh, for me, it is mainly just to improve as a person um, in all areas of my life, you know. I think that's really one of the driving motiv- motivating factor. Um, secondly, it is to reach a few goals that I have before I leave Earth. And I think the third point is to, you know, give back to people who are less fortunate than me. Um, that's really, really what drives me every day. Um, I think that's my calling, my purpose. Um, but yeah, we can obviously get deep into that some other time <laughs> now nah, I, def- I was about to pry like yo that sounds like you have a good heart yeah and i and i, and I want to actually just you know move forward and ask why do you think it is important um for you know people in general f- to maintain your drive like what well, why is that important i mean the way i see it like your drive is almost like the fire that like keeps your combustion going you know yeah. you you when you have it, like it's seen through, through with through your actions, it's seen. It can be heard through your conversations. It can be, like, it can. It, it's it's in your pro- every product that you make. Whether doesn't matter whether you pouring a drink, like doesn't matter whether you are, like typing typing a few le- a few emails, uh, like how you interact with people in the world in s- itself. When you have a drive, it is it's definitely visible that you are doing you are doing this with a purpose you are doing this with 
a goal in mind. You are doing this with an energy that is pushing you to, to towards it. Like I, I, I see it like I had a long conversation about this on my basketball practice today, actually, about like you need to be always like chasing. You need to be chasing for something. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter whether you 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 win or lose, whether you're going through a good time or bad time. As long when you have that fire in you, when you have that drive, that just makes you want to try hard. Like it's yeah. it's seen, it's just something beautiful, you know. Yeah, and I think also everyone. I personally believe that everyone has a purpose in life, yeah. whatever that may be. You know, everyone has a calling, and sometimes you know everyone realizes that at different stages in their life. So to me personally, I think that it's important to maintain it because, um, as human beings, you know, we everyone you will go through ups and downs through the journey of your life. You know, no one's actually will always be up or. So as you're experiencing these ups and downs, it's important to realize or know how to react. You know, for example, if you're up or down, how, let's, for instance, say you go through a bad patch in your life. Yeah. How, how, how are you able to bounce from that? Yeah. And how, or what mechanism do you have in place in order to still continue to um, believe in your purpose or try and discover your purpose, you know? Um, and that for me, that is why it's important because once, if the fire dies, you know, I mean, what's the point of life? Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. That's like going, so you said that and I thought about Rocky Balboa and like, doesn't matter how hard you get hit, it's about how many times you get up. Exactly, and that is yeah, your drive. yeah. That is 100%. you getting back up. And yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I just wanted to add, and I think also what, what a lot of this is, is, is all, a lot of the, you know, the, the, your drive is, it's internal, you know, from your body to your mind. And so I I want to link that to, I think that a lot of it also to do with your mental health. You know, what state are you in mentally? You know, through throughout, whether you're going through something when you're up or down. And so it, it all depends on the mental state that you're in. And so I wanted to ask you, how does mental health, you know, affect your drive? Well, what do you, how does it? Do you think it affects your job? Uh, well, okay, I'm I'm not sure by saying like, yo, you know, your brain is the main driver of like your body. You know, your heart might be the might provide the fuel, and the like and the energy like what you eat provides energy and everything. Yeah. But your brain like is a driver, so it like mental health affects everything that you do, like whether you are go like you is just you you rolling with the punches and still going at it, whether you are dealing with your trauma and dealing with things that like anything that happens and you're going through you are going to be affected and the way i think that it, it affects your drive sometimes because you might be stuck like sometimes you're stuck in like a loop of, of like of, of one emotion that is not like certainly a, a good emotion to feel you know and that might like make you think that like okay i'm not going through my purpose i'm not achieving the goals i set. i set forth and you start doubting yourself, doubting your own capabilities. You start doubting, like the dreams and goals that you set, you set, your, you set for yourself. You know, like can I achieve them? Can I? And then you, you sort of want to give up sometimes. You know, yeah. and that's like making sure that you deal with your mental health can, like, can definitely help maintaining like a healthy drive, like keep your fire going. You know, because you don't want it to die, man. You wanna, you want every, everything that you touch to turn into gold. 
A hundred percent. And I think, I mean, everyone that I've met, you know, growing up, even in adulthood, have been through some form of, you know, mental health. Um, and so basically what I've noticed is that it affects everyone, you know. None's excluded from yeah, this. no one is immune to it. Yeah, exactly, 100%. And so, you know, it's, it's important to acknowledge that and, and, and basically acknowledge it, you know, as yeah. a person. And then from there, what can you do, you know, to, to basically manage that? Um, and that's what leads me to the next point is like, I think there has to be some coping mechanisms in place. Whether you're going through a good um, patch in your life or a bad patch, you know, yeah. um, there has to be some healthy coping mechanism. Um, and obviously, you do get a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms. So I just wanted to discuss that. What are what are the few unhealthy coping mechanisms that you have, you know, um, experienced in your life? I first want to start by saying, like, yo, whether whether you even realize it or not, there's you definitely. Like unless you deal with like things, you're definitely using something else to cope with. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I also like like that you said, like whether you're going through good times or bad times, there are coping mechanisms that you have. Because I think we were when we were talking about the topic, I remember we I was saying like, yo, there is also like even when you're excited and you have like a lot of excitement or you're very happy, there are still some coping mechanisms that you use to try to deal with all that excitement, like. Um, an example I can think of right now is like, yo, you get a new job promotion and you're like, yo, lame, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm so happy, I'm so excited, like, I, I need something to, like, tangible so I can yeah, yeah. get my excitement in my hands. You're trying to cope with, like, the overflow of, like, yeah, your overflow of the happy hormones. So you go, you're like, yo, let me, let me go for a drink, let me go, let me buy myself a new pair of shoes, you know, whatever it is. And that is a coping mechanism. And yeah. Yeah, and and like you said, the, and the only like bar that you gotta the right the choice you have to make now is are you gonna choose something that's healthy and like like adds on like adds on to like brings value to your life, or are you gonna have something that's just gonna drain you? Yeah, but I, I think you know a lot of the the unhealthy and healthy is also very slightly subjective. Oh yeah, that's true. Because because I mean. Who am I to decide what uh, what's unhealthy or unhealthy for you as a person, right? Yeah. Um, but just to, before I continue, just to go back to the point you're mentioning, I think it's it's important that we are mentioning ups and downs because, for example, if you're going through a good patch, what I've noticed sometimes, I'll give you a good examples. I, lo- I like watching football. So my team, you know, last season, they won the treble. And that is like a major thing in, in soccer. You know, if you're in the treble, like, you're at the peak of, like, World football. Wait, basically. what's a treble? Treble is winning like three three cups in one season, right? That's a treble. Um, and so that they on and up now. They were like, you know, they've achieved a lot. And but now, what is the cup magazine play? Because if they're just going to keep thinking about that, that is in the past. It's a new season now. And how do what mechanism do they have in place in order to? continue maintaining their drive because okay. if you if they get comfortable like yeah we won we won the triple last season you know we, we we're gonna be chilled now you're getting comfortable now you think like it's gonna be happening every season but there could be a new team coming after you you know as opposed to having certain things in place to keep you grounded and to maintain that drive for seasons to come 
you know so that's what i mean by up i mean obviously that it could be going both yeah, ways yeah i mean yeah there's downs too there's like yeah. you know okay i know it's uh, there's no they are they are they, they is a, like a blueprint for mourning but i know like losing somebody or like losing a job going to a breakup that is yeah. sort of like the things that go that are more on the lower end of that of like like bad things that happen and then we choose different coping mechanisms oh you okay Sorry, I jumped on attention and then you rode, you rode the wave. But let me answer your question. You're asking what are some unhealthy coping mechanisms? Like, okay, like, just like you said, it's subjective and where, who are we to actually say what is unhealthy? But, like, what, what, what I, w- like, I would say, things are like, you know, okay, first, hear me out. Like, drinking, you know, going, partying, like, maybe... Uh, spending too much spending too much money you know yeah. um i don't know calling calling back that toxic person you know i don't know but Having also toxic trait yeah, yeah like that's that could be help that could be done in a healthy way 100 percent. yeah but that could also be done in an unhealthy way when you are one overindulging for yeah. example like you could celebrate like it's it's it might be healthy for you to go to celebrate a new job by going to have one one drink you know whether it's wh- whatever your poison is whiskey beer yeah. wine but it becomes unhealthy when you go on a whole drinking binge and you spend a whole night just getting let's for example maybe you decide to like drink every day for like yeah three or three weeks just because you had the promotion yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be considered, for me personally, that would be considered unhealthy. Yeah. But if you decide, hey, I'm just going to go out with my colleagues or mates because I got a new promotion today, have a drink, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, totally, I totally yeah, agree so with the you. One, yeah. So, the one part, like, uh, the drinking once or having the one beer or the one drink is, like, In comparison can add to, value yeah. to, like, to you because you're, like, you're having these whole also moments when you can actually gauge this excitement in front of you but then going on a drinking binge is unhealthy because it drains your energy now you got the promotion you go drinking every like every day for three weeks and now are you able to still perform well at the thing that you got promoted to 100 percent. now now the country example to that would be let's say you got fired from a job that you really let's say you're working in this job for 10 years you, you had multiple promotions and you got your highest salary you've ever had in the last 10 years and then you randomly get retrenched or fired right yeah. now if you maybe have a family that's dependent on that salary it could be very devastating to you know to go through this experience and a lot of the times if it's something that you don't know how to deal with i've see, i've experienced people i've you know come across people who then seek external um things to try and help them cope yeah right now that could be fine because you're going through a moment of pain like it's totally understandable you know you maybe want to go and have a drink for that night or two um or whatever you whatever your choice of poison like you mentioned (laughs) yeah but i think it becomes unhealthy if you get stuck in that hole and you don't have a coping mechanism or you don't have a way on how to try and deal with that let's say you decide to Let's say maybe you fall into depression and then you decide, okay, without even realizing you start drinking every night because you don't know what to do. You just lost your job. Yeah. You don't know, you know, how to feed your family, but you just start drinking every night. You're stuck in the zone because you're depressed and you're sad, you, you're anxious. That is 
it can all become unhealthy. No, nah, no, nah, for sure. Right. Uh, and actually, Jerry, just to because I, I just you said you said that now, so just grasp another one out of that, yeah. which is like giving up, not just like or dropping your arms. You know, like yes, you are just like you said. Let's say you get retrenched. You know, from a yeah. job that you had for a long time. Do you now tell yourself, okay, that's it, the the road is over, and like, which is why we're talking about the mental health thing. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. like, the road is over, and then you give up, and then you start, you just lament and think about how bad this thing is, which is like an unhealthy option, or you, okay, you give yourself the time of mourning, and then you raise yourself up on those two two feet, and you work towards make or getting a new opportunity. You know, which, yeah, is, which would be the healthier counterpart. 100%, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so like that would be like being like late, letting yourself get lazy, procrastinating some things, you know. Which is all kind of like interlinked, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Because they like w- the first one appears and then you fall into a lot like, because it like, okay, uh, the unhealthy mechanism would be, would drain your energy, which would make you feel even l- like worse than you, start, than you started with. And then, gonna seek more things try to feel that and like you said you may want something like the instant gratification and then you just seek that like to no end you know and so you know that's a very good point man i think you know um i think similar similar comparisons could be made um with um healthy coping mechanisms and i mean you could also you could also chime in but i think a few healthy coping mechanisms would be like exercising oh yeah going to yoga classes or med- meditation, um, spending time regularly to have self-introspection. Um, that's a few examples of what could be considered as healthy making, right? Um, but again, I think it has to be done in moderation. Same with what, you know, you could consider unhealthy. So let me give you an example. I, th- I, I don't know if it's healthy to, for example, Running is a form of exercise, right? Yeah. But I don't know if it's healthy to run for six hours every single day. <laughs> an example. I'm just making a hypothetical example. Hey, Forrest Gump did it, you know? Imagine you're <laughs> running every day for six hours. Yeah. Would you consider that as healthy? I mean, no. Like, yo, are you eating? Are you doing things that actually bring value to, to, to your life at this point? Or are you just running to, to escape? Escapism becomes the... Yeah. You know? becomes the the unhealthy part right at that point you know yeah and i mean it is it is a form of you know healthy and i'm mentioning that because i actually a few months back um, my manager um she told me that her father was in his late 70s yeah. he had to go into hospital for an operation in his heart um i think it started like not slightly swelling bigger than it normally is and the doctor just told him or yeah, she told me that the doctor told him that he just was doing too much exercise because he used to like run marathons and stuff. Yeah, like he was, he was just getting, he was just doing too much. And so that ended up, you know, literally forming over time through all the years. Yeah. And I was like, that's so weird, man. And he was just trying to keep healthy. I know. And I said it in the beginning, overindulgence becomes your, your, your unhealthy part over here. You can, even the good things you said, like meditation, yeah exercising and everything you overdo something and then you start losing touch of the actual like goal that you had set yeah. that that you were being driven or driven away from you know but i do however think that there are certain things that one can do 
yeah. more than others that are well in my experience they are more beneficial yeah like i would say like okay why what the way i, I would like classify them or like like uh, get them apart would be like the uh, to in the note to like the way i view the difference between help the healthy the healthy and the unhealthy coping mechanisms is the ones that that you do that are healthy actually brings value to your life to yourself towards the goal that you set yourself for or towards the things that you do every day so if you you wake up in the morning exercise uh exercise have a nice healthy breakfast like reads read something small on the instead of spending a lot of time on your phone before you start reading getting your phone on the screen you know and reading emails whatever that might bring a little more value you know you exercise so your body feels a little your body feels good you ate something that's those healthy so your body feels energized and then you read something you read something small that is like devil like bringing fruits to your brain you know and that is a lot that that will make you feel like okay i got energy i i i I have done these things that are like wait we 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 spoke about the fire the doing the the power the powerless oh yeah the powerless yeah like yeah some some like that for example you know you have these things that you do and then at the end of it you feel like you you are a champion you've completed things and not useless things these things that would like better your health better your like intellect better your focus like medit meditating your productivity yeah meditating although it's just like clearing your mind it actually teaches you how to focus how to calm down and just think about one thing for a long time and then you're able to work for longer periods you're able to if you used to like study for like 20 minutes before taking a break you can go 30 40 an hour even when you learn how to get into that zen point so yeah and then the unhealthy coping and they just train you after a certain, I, you know, you want to see that first. The way I view them is that so normally, when I look at healthy yeah. coping mechanisms and unhealthy, yeah. I the healthy coping mechanisms for me tend to be the hard things. Yeah. So it's like the things that might seem very simple, but it's hard normally to get into the habit of doing. Whereas the unhealthy coping are more the pleasurable things. You know, it's like it gives you pleasure. It, it kind of gives you an escape for, but it gives you a good feeling, you know. But it's not necessarily going to help you maintain your drive in the long run, okay. right? So that is what I've noticed. And so, I mean, Andy Frisella, the guy who created The Powerlist, yeah. one thing I learned about him is that he speaks about being getting to the habit of doing the hard things consistently, you know, because eventually... If you are able to get into the habit of, you know, exercising regularly, med- meditating regularly, that improves your productivity. Yeah, I would, I would assume also it improves your mental health because you're in a much more clear, you know, yeah. state of mind. Um, and so that's how I try to view them. Um, but then again, you've got to be able to do the hard things, you know. And most people, unfortunately. Let's be honest. Most people, you know, including myself, sometimes most people like sometimes like this past weekend, for example, I needed to wake up to go to gym in the morning, but it was raining. You know, it's hard like to go through the weather like it was raining, but like that's what I need to do. It's a hard thing, you know. As opposed to if I had a drink in my fridge, that is an easy thing to go do. As opposed, yeah. you know, so 
that is how I try to um, view them and, and basically implement them um, in my life. Um, but I think it's important, guys, to to know, to be aware of these things and, and, and try to see how you can maintain your drive, um, but also in moderation. Um, and, and also have an open mind about, you know, everything in one and not necessarily view one thing as bad um, or the other thing as good because everything is interlinked. Um, and unfortunately, we need everything in order to survive, basically. Yeah, being, mindf- being mindful of, like, the things that you do that, yeah. that, that are for your goals, for your personal fire, and things that you do that are against it. And, um, yeah, so, tie, like, just to tie it up again, like, please try to keep your drive alive try to keep that fire going less it's gonna show into everything that you do and you you turn into midas turning everything into gold like yes we are we go through tough times yes we get excited and don't know what to do with all that all that that energy do not waste it into things that would actually drain and go against the currents of where you're trying to you're trying to go Try to be mindful of how you do it. And you should be sorted, man. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. That was um, quite insightful. And I think, just to end up, guys, I personally think that um, keeping, being able to maintain your drive um, is not an easy thing. Um, But I think it's an important thing for all of us to do um, because that's what keeps our purpose alive. That's, you know, we everyone's on earth for a purpose and whether you realize that or you don't i think everyone has a purpose and if you feel like you don't you're still to discover that um but most importantly try to find the right mechanism in place for when you go through a good period in your life and a bad period in your life um and hopefully you are able to reach your goals and live a purpose purposefully life yeah all our listeners i hope you reach your goals i hope you show your fire to everybody else yeah, guys, um, just to end off, guys, please don't forget to share this episode. Um, share with your mom and your dad, your brother, your sister, grandma, <laughs> grandpa. And last but not least, guys, please don't forget to share it on social media. Um, that's all we ask. We don't ask for anything else. Just share it online. Um, tell your friends about it. Tell your teacher about it or your colleague about it. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. I am your host, Fred Babu. And I'm your co-host, Gabriel the Ghost King.